I'm All still right. chewing. This is good. <laughs> this is at least, at least it's watered down. Did you guys hear uh, Kobe? That story about Kobe and how he's a ghost whisperer. Oh God, fucking! I can't. Fucking! I just scrolled past that one again, and I was like, "Are you? F- I can't believe <laughs> that!" Like, Kobe is crazy, and he is a very focused man. There are millions of stories about him being crazy focused. Why did you have to make one up? <laughs> have you ever watched that's details? Just, that's, that's like path- pathological liars, man. Like that's just how they are. That's what. He, that's just how we do, baby. Sociopath. Like, it's, uh, um, you ever watch Details on uh, on ESPN Plus? Yes, dude. No, I don't have ESPN. Oh, that's Plus. right. You don't have ESPN Plus. Well, here's what I'll say for the listeners who don't have ESPN or do who do have ESPN Plus, I should say, if you get a chance to watch the Details like series um, when Kobe is commenting on games, like yes, he is a sociopath, and yes, he is a psycho. But if you love the NBA, it is fascinating to listen to him break down film like play by play and like John Madden draw on that shit and like look at different camera angles like it is absolutely fascinating like he broke down some of his games he's he breaks down games during the playoffs like he's it's it's absolutely fascinating if you ever get a chance to watch it highly highly recommend um if you like to understand the intricacies and the ins and outs of of a the flow of an NBA basketball game or specifically an NBA playoff game it's uh it's absolutely fascinating yeah, I think that's uh, – I, I would love to watch it. Don't get me wrong. Is Kobe, uh, where does Kobe rank on the all-time list of lunatic athletes? Oh, good question. Good question. He's not number one. No, that's – that might be Michael. I was going to say – or Dennis Rodman, but yes. Um I'm not talking like I'm not talking like Ron Artest or um speaking of is this episode ninety six? Ninety four. God damn it. Um this is what I get for you know not having been around for the past few. <laughs> um yeah, welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, yeah, for the listeners who don't know, Tad was uh doing some NBA draft scouting in France and found nothing. Yeah. I was in Czech Republic too. Uh, oh. Amsterdam, uh, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, uh, a lot of know. NBA talent there. Yeah, no. Especially sure. the Czech Republic. At, Prague, Prague uh, to be fair, Prague is the most beautiful city I've ever set foot in. So. I've I've heard I've heard Dude. from my I've heard from my privileged friends that their Prague is beautiful. Dude, you don't uh, have to be privileged to go to Prague. It's the cheapest fucking city I've ever been to. Lauren and I went to dinner one night. And we went to, it was like a white tablecloth dinner on this like boat right on the fucking river, uh, on the Bloodstock River. And incredible view. Uh, we got a bottle of wine, an appetizer, two bowls of soup each, two entrees, and a dessert. And that shit only cost me 98 American dollars. That's not bad. In Chicago, that's like a $220 meal. Yeah, that's fair. So, that's I mean. Fair. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. But um, having said that, yeah. Um, how was their barbecue? Uh, I met a small Latino <laughs> child there. Yeah, his, what? His, his name was Baby Q. What? No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I, I was say, uh, comedian Theo Vaughn. He does a uh, he does a podcast. If you don't listen to Theo Vaughn, you should. He's fucking he's, hilarious. He's pretty funny. And uh, he has an episode where he's like talking about Kansas City, and he's like, "In Kansas City, they just want you to eat that barbecue." They get some friggin' meat. He's like, when I was there, 
I met a small Latino child. His name was Baby Q. And I was like, <laughs> what? That's not a name. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good one, but um, I digress. Anyway, what I was talking about, though, is not nuts athletes like uh, Ron Artest or uh, Dennis Rodman, but the guys like Kobe who are so just obsessed Got with it. Like, the intense you. ones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's see. Intense. Like Gilbert Arenas is a certified psychopath. Like he's yeah, a top 10. And I'm talking all sports. We can talk all. It doesn't have to be just NBA. Yeah, because I was going to put like John Rocker on that list. Uh, A-Rod is probably on that list. Ooh, yeah. That dude's a straight sociopath. Um, Derek Jeter. We're going to talk uh, to A-Rod. Derek Jeter allegedly, according to several women that he slept with, used to yell, yeah, jeets, while having <laughs> sex with them. So <laughs> that makes I me mean, like him so much more. I hated him, and that makes me like him. Just could you just oh, imagine you're yeah. some chick, and he's just like, "Yeah, jeets, <laughs> yeah, jeets." <laughs> uh, nobody else could get away with that. Like, like if I did that shit, it's like, "Yeah, Jay, yeah, Jay." Like I'm certifiably crazy. Lock me up. Like he's he's fucking railing out Kate Hudson. Yeah, jeets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god, that's fair. That's fair. He's got a maximum hot 100 list of girls, and he's only celebrating himself. That's, that, that's, I mean, like, that's a G move, man. That's a G move. Uh, oh, Isaiah Thomas. Yes. The OG Isaiah uh, Thomas. Yeah. 100% up there. Crazy. Kyrie um, Irving is an absolute lunatic. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, Kyrie Irving believes that the earth is flat. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Did you hear that story? Another one, Draymond Green. Do you hear that? Who I think also believes the earth is flat. I was, I was going to say Carl Lewis for thinking that he could sing the national anthem. <laughs> must, be, must be a lunatic. Did you see that story about Draymond? When Kevin Looney was like, yeah, like I was hurt. So like I was like on one leg, like I had crutches and I showed up to practice late. Cause like I couldn't do anything and uh, you know, he's like, I'm, I was expecting like a little bit of sympathy and Draymond green is like, you're fucking late. Why are you late? <laughs> uh, gotta respect it. Gotta respect it. Um, uh, well shit, yo, as, uh, as we mentioned earlier, this is episode 94 of N B yay. The podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. Whoops. But mostly just talks a lot of shit. Like, who are the craziest athletes in all sports? Uh, I'm your host, Jake Hiles, uh, directly, well, um, in, my, in my general vicinity, um, far, far away in a city called Chicago. Introduce yourself, sir. Hey, it's Tad, um, a.k.a. Evan Hornier. Oh, clever. I, I always said that because it's the Evan Fournier episode. That's, oh, interesting. So, sort of relevant, too, that I was just in France and Evan Fournier. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, and from the West Coast, all the way from deep, hit him. Introduce yourself, sir. Hey, it's Nikki Aquiles, a.k.a. Hollywood Nikki, uh, a.k.a. Yejits. Yeah, <laughs> I, I need. We need to add like a drop. I need to get a drop thing for my computer. And every time yeah, I introduce geez. you, every time <laughs> I introduce you, introduce you with like Mike Breen, just like, and from the West Coast. Bang for three. <laughs> uh, just the Yajit thing. My last comment on that. I like to think that like he had like, I don't know, like uh, uh, who's that chick 
she's like really only in things because she's hot. Jessica, whatever her name is. That doesn't help. The Alba? tan one. Jessica Alba. There we go. I like to imagine that he's got her just like bent over and he's just pumping his hands in the air like this. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, jeez. Like Steve Holt? <laughs> yeah. Like Steve Holt from Arrested yeah. Development? Yeah. Steve Holt. Thank you for painting that uh, picture for everybody, Nikki. Uh, wow, welcome back, y'all. The three of us are finally back together. And before we started the podcast, we were talking about a little bet that Tad and I, well, I guess a combination of two bets that uh, that we had over the offseason. For the listeners who are new to the podcast or those who maybe missed those podcasts or forgot, uh, a couple months back, uh, Tad and I, during the, I think it was the halfway point of the season, made, oh, it was after the trade, yeah, it was after the trade deadline because um, Marcus Allah recently got traded. Um, we made predictions as to who would come out of the Eastern Conference uh, to play against the San, San Antonio Warriors. Jesus Christ. Golden State Warriors. Uh, That'd be a badass team, though. I, yeah. I predicted that the Raptors would make it. Tad predicted that the Milwaukee Bucks would make it. And the bet was that one of us would have to dress up. At the time, I think it was as a burrito and a euro, we have since changed it to a dinosaur and or a deer, depending on whose team made it. If I lost, I had to dress up as a deer in front of the Chicago Theater. If Tad lost, he had to dress up like a dinosaur in front of the Chicago Theater. Now, we also made a bet later in the season that if the Orlando Magic made the playoffs, that I would dress up as a magician in front of the Chicago Theater. That was a hell of a bet on my part because you did not make you did not put anything on me. It was nope. just you were just gonna do it. I was just confident. <laughs> I felt so confident that they wouldn't make it, and I lost. And I felt so confident that the Toronto Raptors would make it to the NBA Finals, and I won. So, Tad, you were talking about this a little bit. Um, how do you think we should knock this out? So, <clears throat> I have a thought. Instead of the Chicago Theater, I'd like to do this at the Bean. Okay. And what I would like to do is I'd like to get you like a little magician's table <laughs> and you dress up like a magician and you can perform some sort of rudimentary magic show given that uh, as far as I'm aware, you have no prior training in any sort of uh, magic. And you are, cor- you are correct. simultaneously, while you are doing that, I'll buy one of those inflatable dinosaur costumes that people seem to really love. I love, I get a lot of enjoyment out of those. (laughs) And while you are performing said magic show, I will, I don't know, dance around. I thought that, I thought that a dinosaur. I thought that I also thought maybe we could do like a mortal Kombat and or Tekken three style fight. I'm good with that too. (laughs) I am very good with it. Where you just like, and we would, we could work together ahead of time and like we could coordinate it and like, we work with a lot of improv people. There's probably somebody there who did like stage combat. Like we can work with these people and we can do it and we can record it and we can put it on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter. And then NBA will be the number one NBA podcast in all of iTunes. I am willing to let you wear like a mask of sorts. Uh, being that if I'm in the dinosaur costume, you will not be able to see my face. Oh, I don't, so, I don't want to wear a mask. I want people to see me, and I'm going right. to wear a stash. That's totally. That's, that seems fair. And given that you're Puerto Rican, I assume prejudicially <laughs> <laughs> that you can grow a mustache. Oh, Tad, that's my number one. That's my number one soft spot. Everyone knows I can't grow 
any facial hair. I, I just assume you could grow a mustache. Like I just, I, I assume anybody who is like some sort of like Hispanic, Puerto Rican, I just assume that you can sure. all grow mustaches. That's fair. So, That's fair. One of us I mean, can. I, I, I can. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Everybody knows that you ass hat. Sorry, Nikki. You were gonna say something, Nikki. I'd like to like. I'd like you to grow just like a, a like a like a goatee, like no no other beard. Literally, it, literally, if we recorded yesterday, I would have had it. I get I shaved this morning. It takes like a week to grow in. It's annoying as hell. It's not perfect, but I do not like having to constantly shave it. This is this is like a week's worth of growth for me. And what sucks is like it looks like I have a goatee because like it grows in so like not that's right on the sides so when you look at me straight on me. that's similar to me but then like a little patchy uh, higher up in the cheeks so oh, no, I, see, I, I, I shave that off completely so like that's why you just don't see those little patches up there because it, it's just I, it, it, it ain't no it's not good at all um but what i was going to say really quick guys was um i i have done stage combat i know that but you're not here so, bro you're I'm not here choreograph for you guys oh, that's fair you probably can you probably can um but get a good one in that's fair well maybe we'll have to fly you out to chicago and we'll just do it out <laughs> just do it to all. do it just to do just to do the one scene then we'll, we'll get you right back on a plane yeah, you right back on the plane yeah that's fine that's oh, I, love it. I love it we're gonna plan this out we're gonna do it during the summer it's gonna be fantastic or maybe this, it's gonna I'm be in. fantastic i'm into it i, I i'm actually Sort of happy that, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that the Raptors made it. So I was going to say, it was like me dressing up twice on two separate occasions would have been funny. But now that we both get to dress up, we can really act this thing up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> well, what better way to segue into the first topic of today's agenda? Guys, the NBA Finals are here. The matchup is set. We have hailing from Toronto, the Toronto Drakes versus the Golden State E-40s. Uh, no, we have the Golden State Stephs versus the Toronto Kawhis. No, we have the, oh, wait, DeMar don't play here no more versus where's KD? No, we have the Golden State Warriors versus the Toronto Raptors in the 2019. I got eight. one more. Hey, oh, please. We have, we have the Golden State Warriors versus like Mike three, all grown up. <laughs> That's fair. That's 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 Mr. Kawhi. Uh, we have. <laughs> I was gonna do something off of Nick Nurse and Steve Kerr. <laughs> we have yoga teacher versus history teacher in the NBA Finals. That's honestly. That's honestly. That's, <laughs> that's accurate. That's, that's accurate. Yeah. That's that's a good one. Yoga teacher versus history teacher. Yeah. Anywho, we have, um, we, have we have your friend's dad who is an investment banker versus your middle grade social studies. <laughs> Correct. We have wall street investor versus Midwestern accountant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh man. I got to start. So my, he's, he's an Iowa guy. Duh, he's a Northern, Northern Iowa guy. Northern, but I'm saying Iowa, like the I know, state of Iowa. I got I bet I got to be good to my guy. I rode that Raptors train all the way to the finals. Um, let's just react quickly to the Eastern conference finals guys. Major takeaways from the uh, series, the Raptors versus the Bucks. Uh, Nick Nurse, a really good coach. Isn't he? He outcoached Bud, I thought. Um, I didn't see the last two games given that. Well, that's not true. I saw game uh, game six. Um, most of game six. I was yeah. still awake, but I was like 
sort of out of it because um, I was like trying to watch a game at like 2 a.m. in France. Um, I was also like drunk and stuffing my face with McDonald's. Humble brag. So, Been there. <laughs> um, Been but there. Not in uh, yeah, I mean, like it was, um, it, it, it didn't, I, when, when Milwaukee went up 2-0, I thought it was over. I yeah. mean, they didn't have an answer for Giannis. They didn't have an answer for Chris Middleton. Um, and then all they did was they basically said, okay, Giannis, you run into the brick wall and the paint all the time and we'll let everybody else beat you. They like beat us. They, they employed the strategy of, uh, like the, the Cavs used to do against, uh, Jordan back in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, it was like, we'll let Jordan get his, but like, we're going to guard everybody else. And, uh, to their, or like, like we're, we're going to, we're sorry, not, we're going to guard Jordan and let everybody else get theirs. Right. Sorry, I just completely, yeah, messed that up. But, uh, and, and it, it worked. I mean, to their credit, it worked. Like Giannis was really ineffective. He was very inefficient. Um, he still yeah. like, you know, certainly scored. He's an athletic freak, but I'll tell you what, man, like, uh, the first year that the, the, like when, like, you know, Jordan was taking those Bulls teams to the playoffs in early in his career and, and getting bounced, um, by Isaiah Thomas and the Pistons, Jordan shot 19% from three, um, like around that time. And, you know, sort of similar to, to what Giannis was doing. And so I'll tell you what, man, Giannis develops three point shot and it's over for everybody else in the East. Uh, but I mean, to the Raptors credit, they played really well. And uh, Kawhi is just an absolute freak. Marcus Saul has paid so many dividends for them. I was completely wrong in my analysis of them, of that trade at the deadline. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll admit that. Uh yeah, I mean it was it was an entertaining series. Uh, there were only a couple blowouts. The rest of the games were all like relatively close. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I think Kawhi now is going to stick around in Toronto, and I think we're going to see those two teams go at it for quite a while. Yeah, I uh, switching Kawhi on Giannis after game two was a great call by Nick Nurse. Switching up the lineups and basically saying, hey, Danny Green, you're not having a good series. We're going to let Fred, Fred Van Fleet play because he's got the hot hand. And watching Fred Van Fleet just torch Become Ray the Allen. Bucks. Oh, my God. Just torch yeah. the Bucks in those last two games. Um, uh-huh. Great call. Switching his lineups a little bit, maneuvering some shit around. Great call. Mike Budenholzer um, probably could have made some lineup changes. A case could be made that he should have had Eric Bledsoe come off the bench, which is hard to say because Eric Bledsoe was arguably the second best player on the Bucks this year. Um, yeah. He he had a more efficient season and a two way season um, in comparison to um, uh, oh my god Chris Middleton. Like Chris Middleton didn't have a bad season, but Eric Bledsoe really was like the second pl- best player on that team this year. He was a no show in the playoffs, not the entire playoffs, but definitely this series. Malcolm Brogdon wasn't as effective as he was in the in the pre- previous series uh, versus Boston. Um, and honestly, like, George Hill was the only other guard that they could rely on, and that's not really where you want to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Giannis played as well as he possibly could have played under the circumstances. He got double teamed a lot. Um, and, yeah, to Taz's point, like, all, all credit goes to Nick Nurse for adjusting. But, but like, was kind of – he could only make so many adjustments, but th- despite what I just said, like, there were only so many things when you're, when your guards are literally not hitting Dick, uh, there's just not much you can do. Like they built the entire team around Giannis with shooters. And the only person who was shooting, well was fucking Brooke Lopez? Like that was it. Yeah. Right. Nikki. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a very, very sad day for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did text a very big. No. Yeah. My boys, my boys fought hard. It was very sad to see them go down. 
Meh. But as Tad already said, Jordan had to get knocked down by the Pistons once or twice before he could become Jordan. Yahoo's right. done fucked up. <laughs> Yahoo's done fucked up. Because, yeah, Kawhi made, like, the Sixers very sad, and Joel Embiid had a lot of emotions, cried, and was like, oh, very, very sad, very sad. Giannis had a look that said, well, I'm about to go shoot a thousand three-pointers right now. <laughs> I, he had it just – his face was – it was – he was holding back tears. Oh, for sure. Without it, without a doubt. Without well, a doubt. he also he also had a uh, Kobe Bryant's about to get a fucking call at two o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna get my fucking work in. Kobe thinks he's crazy. No, hey, I'm Kobe, sure he's crazy. Kobe will introduce him to Heath Ledger. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's going. I feel like he's going to have. Even if he doesn't, <clears throat> even if he doesn't win or does win MVP this year, I think. Next year is going to be a wild season. I like to yeah. think. I like to think that Kobe opened his phone to text Giannis, and there were already bubbles waiting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh shit, he's taking this shit serious. Yeah, he's taking this show serious. Um, yeah, I. Uh, it was it, look. It was a phenomenal season by the Bucks. Like, absolutely incredible season. Uh, I mean, uh, it was just they did as much as they possibly could have with the talent that they had. What's going to be interesting is to see what they do this off season. Cause like, there's a lot of expiring contracts. Um, and there are, um, th- there's, there's moves that need to be made. Like they definitely need more three point shooting. Miritich is coming off the books. Brooke Lopez is coming off the books. Like they're not going to be able to bring him back. And if, I mean, like they're just no, not Brooke, Brooke will get Brooke will get one more. He's going to get paid. Like he'll get a three to yeah. four year deal for, like fourteen million a year for sure. Somebody's gonna pay him. Nico Miritich, they might be able to bring back on the cheap. Um, he didn't have as as effective of a season as he did, kind of the closeout of last season. Um, you know, George Hill's gonna come off the books. Like they've got they've got some some moves to make, and they've got maybe a little bit of of cap room flexibility. But like Brook was on a vet minimum. You know, Miritich was coming off the books. Like that wasn't their contract to begin with. Same with George Hill. Like they picked him up off of waivers. Um, so there's not a lot of wiggle room because you've got Chris Middleton to pay too. So they've they've got a lot of decisions to make. Chris um, Middleton's yeah. gonna make over a hundred million dollars. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, do you give yeah. that guy the max? Put him next to? I mean, you already gave Eric Bledsoe a four year extension. You you lock that guy in. Like that's at, at this point, it's kind of a lukewarm contract. That's a good yeah. core. It's a good core three though. Yeah, unless Eric Bledsoe is a no show during the playoffs, which is when you need him most. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I don't know. Like, all I know is that uh, the Bucks are going to stick around. I mean, just based on you can ride Giannis, like, as much as you want to. Um, it doesn't really matter. I, I think he's a, he's a guy who makes his teammates better, so I don't really care who you, who you put around him. They're, they're the real deal. I really, 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 really want Kawhi to stay, and I think he will. I honestly, truly, like, his uncle has come out and said a lot of things, um, and we barely heard from him last year. I mean, you know, like during the whole Spurs fiasco, like we haven't really heard a lot from him. And so for him to come out and have a lot of things to say about Toronto and and like them being all positive things, I don't see him leaving. I also, also, if you're Kawhi, here's a conversation we need to have. Is Kawhi Leonard the best player in the NBA right now? My answer, yes. Uh, Also, uh, if you're Kawhi, do you want to go to fucking L.A. and be – you're, I don't care how good you are. Like LeBron is not going to let you take over his team. I mean, that's just a that's just a fact. And do you want to really go play second fiddle to LeBron when I, at this point I think you might be better. So, yeah, 
bold statements. I, I, I want him to stay because I want that. I want Giannis and Kawhi. I want that in the East every year. I, yeah, I, I agree. Every year. I, I like that level of, of com- competition in the Eastern Conference. Hell, throw really- Joel Embiid in there. You know, like those three guys, like the, just like three like premier talents all in the same conference meeting each other every year in the playoffs. Like, yeah, I, yeah that's that's good for the league. It's good for the product. I, yeah. I'd like to see that happen. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see what That'd happens. Be a lot of fun to watch. Um, let's talk finals. Let's talk finals preview. Obviously, the Warriors have been sitting put just waiting after the sweep of the Blazers. Um, you know, after a six game series, Toronto's had a, a, a decent amount of rest. Like we're, we're still waiting for basketball um, as of th- this recording. Although by the time it's released, we'll have, we'll have finished game one. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, but um, or maybe I'll just release it tomorrow. No. I'll just release it tomorrow. No, man. Um, but yeah, in any case, might, let's release it tomorrow when the, we'll, the, the, the people can listen to a little preview before uh, Friday. There you go. Um, yeah. So in any case, um, yeah. So let's let's talk uh, finals preview. I, I said this on last week's podcast. I was looking forward most to the Raptors Warriors matchup because I just felt that the Raptors had more depth in general, especially at the guard position. Um, well, not especially at the guard position. I guess it's more especially at the front court position. But nonetheless, um, I felt that they had the, the most depth. Um, and if Danny Green can come back to earth and be Danny Green, uh, and there's rumors that OG Ananobi may be healthy for the series and can give them another you know, piece off the bench as, as a defensive stopper, I just like their depth. Uh, and I like, I like their chances. I just like their chances. And with the way that Kawhi's playing, I don't know about you guys. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being, uh, maybe I'm just caught up in the moment. But I, I really think that there's going to be a series here. I don't think that the Raptors win, um, but I see a, at least a six-game series. What's I think it'll go. Uh, Nicky, go ahead. Oh, I got Warriors in six. I think I would, I would love for the Raptors to win. That'd be awesome. I just don't see it. I think. Uh, I mean, even without KD, I still think that the Warriors can pull us off. I think it'll be a hard-fought battle, but I think they can. And if KD does come back, I think it's if if they win without KD, he's leaving. Oh my god, hundred percent. If the if the Raptors do win, though, I will be so fucking happy. Oh yeah, that'd be so awesome. That'd be amazing. I've I've got the Warriors going down in seven games. What? Yeah. Wow. I really. I I really. Bold. I I do. I I think I think it's gonna happen. I think uh, the reign of terror might be over. Um, I think the depth is gonna be a a, a difficult. Golden State's depth is is not as as like as good as it as has i mean they're the few you know couple years they won titles their their fucking bench would have made the playoffs you know uh if they're on a team on their own right um and so i i but i don't think the bench depth is there i think the raptors have better bench depth and the raptors have a much better front court which is what golden state struggles with uh the most i mean who's gonna fucking guard mark gasol like fucking yeah. kevin looney yeah and also let's not forget Jordan Bell has made three straight NBA finals and he has won two of them. So Jordan Bell, perhaps the X factor in this series. No, uh, last year was last year was his first finals. Wasn't it? No, this is his third one. Is it? Holy yeah. shit, it is, yeah. isn't it? Um year three for him. He's growing up so, so fast. I thought about that. Um but yeah, I mean like I, I just I think the I think the Raptors have enough enough depth to win it. Um I don't like. I mean, would I be shocked by the Warriors in six? Certainly not. Uh, 
if it if it if the Warriors do win it in six games, though, it's going to be a close six. The reason, also part of the reason, though, that I I think that the Raptors can actually win this series is I'm going to point back to the uh, the Western Conference Finals, and yeah, the Warriors swept uh, the uh, the the Blazers, but the Blazers in three straight games blew 17 point leads. Yeah. And crazy. the thing is, you can't get down to Toronto by 17 and, and, and win like they did against the Blazers. You just that's, simply that's can't. A fair point. And the, fair the Warriors point. looked mortal. They looked beatable. And so I, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going in. I'm, I literally bet on them uh, yesterday. I bet on the, the Raptors to win the series. So, wow. Okay. I'm All right. I'm, I'm fully aboard. Okay. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I don't know, man. The matchups are interesting. Like, you look at the front court matchups. Look at the backcourt matchups. Um, Kawhi is the X factor here because you know you can you can put him on Clay. You could put him on KD if KD ends up playing. You can throw him on Steph for certain possessions. You can throw him on Draymond. Like like you you can do so much with him um, defensively. Um, and then they've got to find somebody to stop him. Like, do you put Andre Iguodala? That would be my guess on him uh, matchup wise. Do you throw Draymond on him? Like, do you just throw Clay on him? Like, there's just there's so many different avenues they can go. And with that, like. Sia- uh, Pascal Siakam did not have a good Eastern Conference Finals. He didn't. So, like, if they can get, if they can get some quality play out of him and Danny Green, I, I just, I mean, granted, Draymond is playing out of his mind right now. He is, he is hitting on all he, cylinders. He's on all cylinders. Right Iggy's now. playing really well. Steph is, Steph is playing really well. Like they, those three have really carried them into the finals. And, and Clay is, has also been solid. Um, there's rumors that Boogie might come back. There's rumors that KD will come back by game three. Uh huh. Yeah, there's boogie rumors. So that's the thing. It's just like, it's. I'm just fascinated by this series. I really am. It was the, it was the series that I wanted for the most part. I was actually hoping for Houston, Toronto, but I'll, I'll take this as a consolation. Um, I'm just really excited for this series, Nikki. What what, what do you have to say? Uh, no, yeah, I like I was saying. I think uh, it's. I mean, I didn't hear about those boogie rumors. That one's wild. Uh, I think I think it's gonna be Warriors in six. I would be so happy if the Raptors did in fact win uh, I've always enjoyed watching the Toronto Raptors play and I'm talking my entire life watching the Raptors has always been fun I mean who doesn't who doesn't want to root for a dinosaur it's a pretty good team mascot to root for my entire and life bro started with Barney yup exactly oh, Barney was my guy dude <laughs> started with the Barney now we hear dang Barney Barney titles Barney, oh, Barney tapes were what my caused my parents to finally make me uh, teach me how to use the the VCR. <laughs> I don't know why, because I know this isn't even a fact. I thought you were going to say that Barney tapes caused my parents to get a divorce. That's where I thought you were going with that. Uh, Kevin and Liz are uh, uh, in about a month time going to be celebrating their 28th wedding anniversary. Way to so go! Way to go! They're still they're still hanging out. Way to go, Hal's. Um, um, any, any other case? Any other uh, hot, hot, uh, hot debates? Hot, uh, hot yeah. I, I actually had. I had one other thing uh, to your point about X factors. I actually disagree with your X factors in the series. I think the biggest X factors in the series are Draymond Green and Marcus All. I mean, I okay. think. Well, Draymond can guard anybody. He's uh, Draymond Green is the the best team defender I think I've ever seen in my entire life. The guy rotates well. He can guard every position. Yeah. Um, and yeah he's, a, he's a savant, like legitimately a savant. Yeah. He, I mean, he is just, uh, you know, 
I don't compare him. A lot of people want to compare him to Scottie Pippen, and I think that's unfair to both Scottie Pippen and Draymond Green because Scottie Pippen is like was like the arguably the greatest on ball defender. Like you can't dribble against you couldn't dribble against Scottie Pippen. That's not Draymond Green's mo. Draymond Green finds ways to stop every player on the floor, and then simultaneously, like Marcus Saul, like who. He has been such a just a major piece for them this entire playoffs. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like the the Warriors don't have anybody to match up with him. So, I mean, I think those are the two that that's those are the two biggest things. Um, obviously, like you know, they're not the entire story by any means, but I think they're the two biggest X factors as far as like who's going to win this fucking thing. But, but here's the thing: this is the first finals in years. I mean, granted, yes, the Warriors blew that three one lead. Uh, that was unbelievable. But even still, like, nobody was really excited to watch Warriors Cavs 2 Electric Boogaloo that year. Um, yeah. So I, I think uh, this is, like, the one of the most intriguing matchups of all time. Yeah, the fucking Warriors are back in it. But this is a, this is a series where they look beatable. They look vulnerable. I am super excited. I will be uh, glued to my TV on Friday night. So yeah. I'll say this, too, like, and this is just, like, a random – not even worth saying, but I'm going to say it anyways. Like, uh, Serge Ibaka played really well in the Eastern Conference and has played fairly well in the playoffs so far. Um, and there's a case to be made. Like, he was one of the most efficient mid range jump shooters in the NBA this entire season. Um, and there's a case to be made that, that that could be a huge impact in that series. That's my big hot take. Watch out for Serge Ibaka's shot from the elbow. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the type of shit you'd pay for. Uh, thank God this is a free podcast. Am I right? <laughs> Um, all right let's talk rockets guys because daryl morey said some shit today that had some people tweeting uh for the listeners who don't know and who didn't catch the news daryl morey basically said every single player on this roster is up for trades except for james harden everybody can go uh which led he he even threw james harden out there did he i I must have read it wrong I don't know. It sounds like he's ready to blow it up. Um, a lot of people started. There was rumors that came out that Harden and CP3 were fighting uh, after game. Uh, fuck. What was it that they lost? Game six. Um, yeah. So actually, I think it was game five. But anyways, um, rumors can come, had come out that they had been fighting throughout the playoffs and, and really got into it at the end of their run. Um, people seem to think that CP3 has overstayed his welcome and that him and James Harden are... I'm shocked. No shocked. <laughs> That's another psychopath, CP3. Um, yeah. But also, there's rumors swirling that uh, the Lakers may be interested in uh, pursuing Chris Paul to play alongside his best buddy, Can. LeBron James. Basketball reasons. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. The I don't. Lakers. Ah, of course. Of course. Yeah, David Stern's going to come back and be like, no. <laughs> From the grave. No, not because he's not dead, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to make clear, David Stern is very much alive. Very uh, much alive. Uh, he, he did an interview where there were people smoking weed around him. Um, it was fascinating if you didn't get a chance to see it, y'all. In any case, uh, guys, is this the end of the Rockets dynasty? Are they going to b- 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 blow it up? Can you be a dynasty if you haven't won a championship? Come on, man. Exactly. Oh, you God, know what he's I mean. He's got a good point. You know what I mean. I did see a fucking great tweet. I was going to make this joke and take credit from, for it myself, but I, I just I can't because it was on Twitter. I don't, I don't know the guy's Twitter username, so forgive me, but uh, I saw a thing on Twitter that was like uh, Daryl Morey, you know, 
uh, claiming that he'd even give James Harden up, but he's really the guy who has uh, a Bentley on the lot and invites you down to look at that. But really, he's trying to sell you the Toyota Corolla with two hundred twenty thousand miles on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, man. I like that. Um, no, Daryl Moore is too good of a GM to just be blowing the whole thing up. Um, but he's smart. He knows what he's doing. I have a lot of faith in that guy. Um, yeah. he, uh, Daryl Moore is, is arguably maybe the best GM in the league. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I would say most would agree with that statement. Like, so are they going to blow it up? Maybe like, you know, they're going to, they'll probably get rid of some pieces. They got to make some sort of moves. But I, I mean, I, I'm not worried about the the Rockets uh, like going away from uh, being competitive anytime soon. I, I thought sure. this year was maybe the year that that happened, but now I'm I'm pretty confident they're going to be okay. Yeah, I agree with that. It, it's going to be interesting to see if Chris Paul ends up in LA. But yeah, they've got to make some moves. They've they've uh, they didn't really do much. Like they didn't really do much to to support uh, James Harden, and despite that, had a had a pretty successful season um but when you're getting meaningful minutes in the playoffs by daniel house uh things are not going well things are not going well and you definitely need to you need to shake shit up a little bit he's a brick somebody i i heard i heard a trade proposition that included lonzo ball going to houston um with some other players in exchange for chris paul um if you were to hear that rumor let's say it was like kuzma lonzo and a pick Chris Paul, uh, would you guys would you guys entertain that if you're the Rockets? If you're Dale Morey? Fuck Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> you don't like Kyle Kuzma? Kyle Kuzma said, I'd rather get negative attention playing in L.A. than get positive play- attention uh, for winnings in somewhere <laughs> like Orlando. So, oh, yeah. That's right. Kyle Kuzma. Right. Well, as, um, as the listeners know, this is an unbiased podcast, so we don't let our yeah, we don't let our yeah, team yeah. certainly audiences. certainly have never let bias get in the way of anything <laughs> I have ever said on this podcast. Right. Um. I don't know. Probably not. Lonzo Ball sucks. I don't know, man. I like that as a resurrection. I like that as a resurrection project. Fine. I mean, uh, I that's it's not that's not where Lonzo Ball needs to go. Where he's playing with Harden and he's going to get scrutinized so much because like. I don't know. I just don't think I don't think that's a great fit. Um I don't think Daryl Morey is going to entertain. I don't think Daryl Morey is going to do anything that he would potentially perceive to make the fucking Lakers better. <clears throat> that's fair. That's fair. I just thought there were some interesting trades out there and it's interesting to see what's going to happen in Houston. Um there's no way that James Harden gets anywhere. I I must have misread those tweets, but there's there's no fucking way that James Harden's gone. There's no way. There's, you'd be so stupid to do that. You just you, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. No, he, to the Bulls. <laughs> I mean, he's a generational talent. I mean, oh for sure. Top so top five top five shooting guard of all time at this rate. <clears throat> I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. we've done our rankings in the oh, past. Yeah. Um, let's talk yeah. all, all NBA teams. Nick, unless Nikki, you have something else to say on the on the matter. Sorry about that. Nope. Cool. Good. Let's talk all NBA teams. So I'm going to name all three teams off, and then I want to debate uh, who got snubbed. Was there anybody who was on a lower team that should have been on a higher team? Um, and who definitely shouldn't have made it, in your opinion. <clears throat> All right, so for the listeners and for Tad Nicky, All-NBA first team was Nikola Jokic, Paul George, Giannis, Steph Curry, James Harden. All-NBA second team, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, 
Joel Embiid, Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving. All NBA third team, Blake Griffin, LeBron James, Rudy Gobert, Russell Westbrook, Kemba Walker. Guys, we did a preview a couple weeks ago. I'd say we did pretty well with our predictions. We, pretty good. Uh, yeah. I, I think we all did pretty well for the most part. Uh, did anything stand out to you? Any glaring standouts for people that, let's say people that should not have been all NBA at all? No. I mean, really, no. I, I, like, I, I, was, I was like, I mean, I'm looking at it right now, too. Um, Can I just say I didn't want Kyrie to be all NBA? <laughs> yeah, I think that's fine. I, like, I think that's I think yeah. that's valid. I, I I sort of feel the same way. Same I, same with LeBron. Like the numbers are one hundred percent All NBA caliber, but like this is a seasonal narrative, and he just went there and like destroyed the Lakers franchise even further than he did, and like caused problems with the Anthony Davis shit, and then basically sat out most of the be- the end of the season, like. I didn't want him to be all NBA this year. I didn't either. I didn't want Kyrie to be all NBA either. I, I completely agree with you on those two points. Here is the problem. Who replaced Oh, and Russell Westbrook. Sorry about that. Last one. Um, who Again, even to Russell Westbrook, who replaces them? Who Bradley replaces Beal. Clay Thompson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, there's, there's people. Bradley was, Beal had a phenomenal to be, season. To be fair, I was kind of thinking it from uh, thinking about it from the, the perspective of just point guards. Sure. Um, as opposed to just guard guards. Yeah, guard so, guard. In, that, in that situation, yeah, I actually agree that I, would, I think I would rather have seen uh, – pro- I think Brad, Brad Beal for sure. Um, the hard part is, like, eh, Clay Thompson over – like. I don't. I don't know that I'd take Clay Thompson over Brad Beal. I also don't know that I would take. Uh, and then I then I have to say now, if I put Bradley Beal in there, I then have to say I'd take Clay Thompson over Kyrie or Russell. Um, I, yeah, I'd probably actually. I'd probably take him over Russell. I think. I think I would. I think I would make that trade. I think. Uh, I mean, by all account, like for these teams, like I. Yeah, Nikki. That Clay Thompson is a great. Great point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, he's like definitely the first one. I- Nikki, anybody, anybody, yeah, anybody else that came to mind is like either they were too high, maybe should have been on a lower team, or should have been on a higher team, or shouldn't have been on at all. Um, let's see. I, um, I don't know if there's anybody I, I don't think should have been on it. I think they're all fine. I will say I a lot of people, a lot of people made a strong case for KD over Paul George. A lot of people made that case, and I still think that's Paul George on that one. Um, I'm not, I'm looking at it again. I don't know. There doesn't seem anybody that seems to be. Maybe I would say Kyrie, but like, who do you replace him at the guard with Westbrook or or Kemba? I don't think either one of those guys played better than him. Yeah, I, I would say maybe Kemba could have taken over that second spot. I had him on my second team. Um, yeah, I definitely had him on my. Another second. guy that I could have seen on one of these teams, like I, that, I, you could like knock. I think like Kemba or Russell, you could knock off as CJ McCollum. Yeah, I mean, he definitely had a later surge in the season. Um, some people made a case for like Ben Simmons. Some people made a case Ugh, for no. Butler. Um, yeah, there weren't too many other cases beyond those. Like um, Kyle Lowry was was fine this year. I don't know that he was all NBA caliber. Luka? Mike, Mike Conley was the other one that a lot of people made a case for. Mike Conley was just like it's hard to make. It's hard to take a guy who was on such a bad team, even though he had a phenomenal season, and give him an All-NBA nod. I mean, that's, that's where things get difficult. I would have had no issue with Luka making All-NBA. 
Eh, yeah, but not like, see, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't have taken him over like Brad Beal. Or, no, no, I, I wouldn't either. I'm just saying, like, there, there's Eric, a case. Eric Bledsoe had a case, like, a legitimate case to be like third team All NBA. He did make all first team in defense. All in, though, like, I, this is a good list. I mean, like, I, it, it, as far as like these All NBA teams go, like, I don't know that you could have done better here. The only, the only other discrepancy I, I would say, like, some people had, you know, uh, Embiid should have been over Jokic and, and vice versa. I, no. I, I had Jokic on my first team. I still stand by that. Um, obviously, I actually, I do have one, but go ahead. Sorry, make your point. But no, I, well, I was just gonna say, like, if there, if there were somebody to place, let's say LeBron, because I I just I didn't think he deserved it this year. Um, I think, uh, and I'm not the first person to have this 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 original thought, but Lamarcus Aldridge definitely should have been third team All NBA. Yeah, I, I I yeah, agree with that. I also think Nick Vucevic probably should have been there over Rudy Gobert. Also, another, oh, not over Rudy Gobert. No, 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 That's no. the only no. person he could go over. That's the only yeah, person he could be there over. But he should have. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Magic uh, overachieved. He was their best player. I didn't think Rudy Gobert had that great of a season. I I, I mean, he 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 is going to be defensive player of the year. Like, he's going to win defensive player of the year again. Um Yeah, and was the, was the linchpin of that team's defense, especially they had a hot second half. Yeah, I mean that's 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 a valid point. You know who's a, you know who I just thought of as another guard that could have potentially made his way into like third team All NBA is Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell had a really really good second half of the year. Like he was like at like twenty six and I think he was like at twenty six like five and five towards the end of the season. Like really really solid. Um, I'm pulling up a, a little just a little stat comparison here just to take a look. Uh, Rudy Gobert, sixteen points, thirteen boards. 2.3 blocks, um, shot uh, 67, shot 66.9, nice percent from uh, the floor. That's uh, Yeah, I mean it's, it's six 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 nine. Yeah, there's a 69 in there. You know, I heard, I heard it. Um, meanwhile, like Vucevic shot. Let's see. He, I guess he, he shot fifty percent from the floor. Although he he shoots he shoots a lot more he threes. Shoots, he shoots jumpers and threes and that kind of thing. Um, but he averaged twenty one and twelve, one point one blocks. Like obviously he's not as impactful on the defensive end. I'll, I'll grant you not at all. I, I, I he had his he had a phenomenal defensive uh, season this year, which I wouldn't expect most people to know, given that uh, you know he plays in Orlando. Um, I it's a homer pick, sure I'll admit that, but. Rudy Gobert, obviously, probably the right choice there, but like they, they, I, I would have not. I, I think I would have had a, to explain to a lot of people why Nick Vucevic made it, but I could certainly, you know, I, you can make the case for it. You, you would have had to explain to a lot of people who Nick Vucevic is. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> I got one as well. I think. I believe someone. I, I also think this would be to replace Rudy Gobert. And that is, Brooke, got them shit. <laughs> no, boo, boo, can't do it. Can't I, I do mean, it. I'm I'm gonna ask you a serious question. Did you only say that so you could say Brooke got them shook? It actually came out of my mind. I was like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll say a joke and just say Brooke Lopez. And then as I was saying it, I was like, say got them shook. And I was like, okay, Brent, thank you. And then I did it. That was good. That was good. Proud of you, buddy. We don't have um. No rookie of the year yet, right? Like none of that. None of no. That'll be at the NBA awards at the end of the season. Uh, yeah. Who's gonna win rookie of the year? Luca. 
I think it sells Luca. Yeah, so Trey did great. Trey did a great job. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely just, but I know there's three on the list. Who's the oh. third one? Oh my god! Did you guys hear that fucking Marvin Bagley got votes for All NBA? One vote. <laughs> Somebody, some I I on Twitter that day I just kept seeing like Marvin Bagley was trending and I'm like, what the fuck happened? And like some NBA reporter gave Marvin Bagley one vote for All NBA and it was just like, take this guy's voting rights away. Are you fucking kidding me? Like who is this guy? Uh, Jay, Jay, that might be the most confusing thing you've ever said to me. What? That he got a vote for all NBA. I know. <laughs> Whenever Mar- somebody says Marvin Bagley, I always just think of um, uh, that scene um, from uh, fucking Back to the Future when he's like, Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin. Marvin, Marvin, Marvin Barry. Barry. Listen to uh, this. Yeah, I just I like, that's all I can think of. But um, I mean, what the fu- like Marvin Bagley had a fine season, but like what what were his number like? Not not all. I think he might have averaged like fourteen points a game, and he was good. He 15, 15 and seven point six. He, he was efficient. He had a pretty decent efficiency rating. Like, yeah, sure, he had a good year. All rookie team, he made it. <laughs> made Great, it. good for him. Fucking all NBA. Like I just. <laughs> I, like I just can't. I just I, I can't wrap just my mind around that. Insane. Uh, I mean, like if I mean if you're gonna talk another guy that we could have made like a rookie of the year, we could make a rookie of the year case for. Like you want to talk Jonathan Isaac? I'm all years, but you know, I mean, Nikki, he knows that Jonathan Isaac was in his second season, right? He knows I, 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 I do. I do know. I I know that. Yeah, you know what's really funny, guys? For like I just, a half, I, maybe a, a whole or ten seconds there, I was like, <laughs> I get another Homer joke about Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> it was, was a like two-part a great season. But, you know, it was, was a like, two-part oh. joke in that uh, he's not a rookie, and uh, that uh, it was a, a Homer joke. Yes, also. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I heard Jonathan Isaac, and I just assumed I was like, ah, it's because he's it's because it's an Orlando team, but he meant Mo Bamba, like, uh, which I don't know if he had a good did he have a good season? Not really. No, really. spent half of it hurt. Yeah, he's he's it's gonna he's gonna be a project. They knew he got hurt. I forgot about that. Yeah, they knew he was gonna be a project. Uh, cool. Anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up today? Um, yeah. How are the Magic going to figure out how to draft Taco Fall? <laughs> I'm sure he will fall to them. Uh, I don't see. The, the long boys. Oh, boy. Somebody, like, they were they were posting his uh, his measurements, and they are insane. Like, yeah. just insane. He's got a 10-foot wingspan. He is literally a giant. I mean, like, he is uh, the literal definition of a giant. Um, he's actually pretty talented, too. Like, I, 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 I'd like to see um, Orlando figure out how to draft him and Bull Bull and just <laughs> trot out a starting lineup of Jonathan Isaac, uh, Bull Bull, uh, Taco Fall, uh, Mo Bamba, and then, I don't know, Aaron Gordon, I guess. And just be just the, like, longest – most gigantic stickly looking figures of all time. Like that all those guys minus Aaron Gordon are just so like little and scrot. They're just like, like scrawny giant long armed yeah. human beings. Like, 
in all honesty, trade all of those guys that you just said, except for Aaron Gordon, to the Bucks, and then let them play with Giannis. And yeah, that honestly, be- great. No, actually, I'll do you one better. Trade Giannis to Orlando. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I don't. I I don't even know. Uh, well, fuck, man. There. I, here's the thing. There's a scenario where that happens. Like you guys are right outside of the lottery, and Bobo got injured really early in his season. So like, and Taco Fall is not going in the first round. If we take another project center, nay, two. If we take two project centers, <laughs> I, I might I might start rooting full time for the Blazers. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you kind of have to. You kind of you got to switch it. Uh, yeah. Shit, man. Uh, anything else? I don't really. I don't have. I mean, not not much to to cover. You know, we're kind of down to the wire here, so I, I don't. I don't really have much else. Um, I am very much looking forward uh, to the finals. Uh, Jay, we should probably hang out and watch a game or two. I agree. I agree. Um, Nikki, anything else you want to plug? Uh, yeah, no, I got nothing. I can if you want. I'll just plug. Uh, follow me at Nikki Palooza. That's all I got. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at Tad Hall underscore. All right. And you can follow me at J underscore Kilos on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow NBA at NBA on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, make sure to give the podcast a five-star rating and re- review. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to try to post this in the morning. Um, so if you're listening to this, the day that we release this, um, I will be at North Bar on North Avenue and Ashland doing some stand-up comedy. So uh, come check your boy out. I've been... Uh, I'm mean, getting after it. I got destroyed. I ate a lot of dicks this Saturday, so I can't wait to eat more. It's kind of fucking weird. Yeah. It's, it's pretty gay. Yeah, you're going to enjoy my stand-up. I don't have any problem with people's uh, sexual preferences. I just didn't know you were into that. <laughs> I am now. Uh, oh, I have one last thing to say. Um, so I... Uh, as you know, took a seven hour plane ride home, um, from London, um, on Monday evening. And, uh, on the plane ride, I, I decided to fight off the Sunday scaries. I was going to treat myself to, uh, just some, some animated films. So I kicked it off with Wreck-It Ralph, which I had never seen before. Uh, and I decided to follow that up with Inside Out, um, thinking that I was just getting myself into like a harmless uh, animated children's movie and Jesus that fucking movie ripped my heart out <laughs> I was fucking crying at one point Lauren looks over we're, we both have aisle seats across the aisle from each other she looks over and she slaps my arm and she's like are you okay are your scaries that bad and I look over and I'm like I'm watching inside out <laughs> this is a bad decision I was sobbing i I still Uh, haven't seen it but i heard the same thing from everybody you please watch that movie if 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 that is if it does not make you cry i i i I will lose faith in you uh as a as a human being dude Uh, i didn't i didn't tell you guys before the podcast started uh i don't know if you guys have seen that video uh that surfaced uh well i guess not surface it was uh america's got talent the the blind autistic kid that was singing on the piano uh, I saw the video. I, it was on Instagram. I saved it on Instagram so I could watch it later because I oh, forgot my headphones today. That will make I fucking. I watched it, cried. Amber's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "You gotta watch this video. Watch it again. Cried again. Fucking cried again. <laughs> fucking America. Yeah, America's Got Talent gets me every single." 
time. You and my dad, man. It's it's uh it's it's his it's his favorite uh, it's his favorite show. Every time I'm home and he's watching it, uh, you know, I'll be like in the kitchen. He'll be like, Dad, Dad, come in here. Look, look at this guy. Watch this guy. And it, it, like I'm like, oh, that's great, Dad. <laughs> oh man yeah, you're turning into a dead. this is true i'm ready uh well in any case guys thank you so much for listening to um yeah nba uh for tad for nikki for jay this has been nba and we are out i gotta take a shit gross